Welcome to Account-Based Marketing. This podcast is designed as a collection of conversations with sales and marketing leaders sharing thoughts and practical tips for growing your most valuable customers. Hosted by me, Alicia Linden, founder and CEO at Momentum, the B2B growth consultancy. Welcome to this episode of Account-Based Marketing. I was fascinated to see last year Kindrel spinning off as uh, the, the new name for IBM's managed infrastructure services business. And today I'm thrilled to be joined by Clara Belal-Kazar, CMO of Americas at Kindrel. Clara, fantastic to have you with us. Hi, Alicia. I'm, I'm very happy to be here with you today. Great to be with you. I know you've been uh, building uh, a fantastic team and a, a great marketing strategy as you, you look to Kindrel's market opportunity and, and really keen to dive, dive into that. I'd love to kick us off, Clara, if we could, with a bit about you, your, your career trajectory to this point. Yeah, well, I define myself as a technology marketer. I am really passionate about technology the possibilities it brings and the progress it drives. I have been in technology for 20 plus years doing B2B marketing. I have marketed a very wide range of technology products and services. Most of my career was at IBM. I started in Colombia in Latin America. And after three years, I got promoted and I came to the U.S. to lead a new marketing program for emerging markets. And then from then onward, every year or two, I had a new job in a different business unit or a different product area or marketing discipline. I love learning and changing, and IBM as a large corporation enabled me to do that. I also love building new things, and I have been very fortunate that through my career, I've had the opportunity to launch new products and initiatives, drive major transformations, and now I'm building a new company. Fantastic. It sounds like technology, B2B marketing and change are the three key words there that I heard. I would love to hear about Kindrel, the, the, the new company that you've described building. What is your role today at Kindrel? So I am the CMO for the Americas at Kindrel. I lead a team of 70 very talented marketers. Uh, and I have responsibility for driving brand awareness and positioning Kindrel as a leader demonstrating our industry expertise. And I also partner with sales to drive business growth, and that is in the US, Canada, and Latin America. Fantastic. And how did your role come to be? I mean, I've been following and we've been working uh, with both IBM and, and Kindrel, uh, but would love to hear your perspective on um, you know, how this happened and your, your own experience to this point. So my role at IBM, so before we spun off at IBM, I was leading marketing in the Americas for IBM services, which included consulting services and infrastructure services. So I already was in the business unit that was going to spin off. Mm-hmm. Um, but then earlier last year, when our new corporate CMO was named, uh, she was designing the new team, right? And she asked me, what role did I want, right? And I said that I wanted to keep mine. I had been there for under a year and I love and I enjoy working with sales and being close to the customers. I had already worked at Global for for many, many years. And so I wanted to build this new company in the field, which is where I believe business really happens. 
And for those of uh, our listeners that don't know, it'd be great to hear you talk about who Kindrel are today. I think many of us will have seen the, the news and, and seen press items around the spin-off. Could you position Kindrel as an organization for us? Yes, of course. Uh, Kindrel is a $19 billion technology services company. We have 90,000 employees. We have presence in 63 countries. We design, build, modernize, and manage complex mission-critical systems for very large companies, including 75 of the Fortune 100 and over half of the Fortune 500. Uh, We have expertise in cloud, security and resiliency, data and AI, network and edge, among others. And at the core of our company are our customers, right? We have over 4,000 customers worldwide. To keep the conversation going, join us at our annual marketing conference, together with a great lineup of speakers and experts, taking place on the 24th to the 26th of October in Boston. To learn more, visit wearemomentum.com forward slash marketing vision. And Clara, knowing that Kindrel's rooted its brand in becoming the heart of progress and everything about Kindrel is very much about putting the customer at the center, how has this informed your marketing strategy? So as as a services company, we are a people business. It's all about our customers and our employees, right? In our brand, right, it's it's reflected even in our name, right? Kindrel comes from kin, which represents the strong bonds that we form with our customers and each other. And drill, which is coined from the word tendril, evoking growth, right? By working together, we grow. Our mission is to be the partner and the employer of choice in technology services. And as I mentioned, we have over 4,000 customers worldwide where we have an average relationship of 10 years or more, right? And so we have great partnerships. In marketing, we centered our strategy around those customers. In order for us to deliver the growth that we need to grow, we are really focusing on our top customers For example, in the U.S., it's 100 customers, and we are really understanding their business, really understanding their industry and what is it that they need to achieve, and doing a combination of industry marketing and uh, account-based marketing in order to be able to deliver and help sales drive growth in those customers. That's really great to hear because I think so much, when, particularly when you're a $19 billion startup, I, I can imagine that the customer agenda it can easily trickle to, to lower down the, the top two or three. And I know just thinking back to IBM and some of the roles and, and your career history, what's what's the evolution been like as, as you see it going from product industry through through to becoming more, more customer-centric? Has that required quite a big change? Has it been driven by one or two catalyst events? So this evolution has been more in, in our marketing model, right? Before our spin-off, we were doing marketing, targeting a broad market segment, right? Focused on filling the funnel and driving marketing qualified leads. But for a services business where we have these very complex deals, sales cycles of 200 plus days and where relationships and trust are key, this was not really the best model, right? And we were also seeing that with all what happened in the pandemic, right, technology and business had become one. So really understanding business and industries was key in order to better deliver value to our customers. So we 
in September of last year, we did what was called our soft spin. And so that was really like the beginning of, of our company. Back then, we started focusing on industry marketing, right? And a narrower set of customers within those industries because we wanted to align to those business imperatives that matter most to our customers. And so we gathered insights. We learned about industry, what were the priorities of CEOs and CIOs. And with that, and with that we craft compelling narratives, right, to really show Kindrel uh, in a very differentiated way in terms of the value that we brought to these customers to address those pressing business needs. But then as we progressed, right, we, we saw that it was very important for Kindrel, as I mentioned before, to focus on a very specific set of accounts, right? And as I said, in the U.S., 100 accounts. And in order to do that, we had to do more than the industry marketing, right? We had to do account-based marketing. That was the, the solution, right? To really under, have that deep understanding of each of those customers about the organization, right? And really be able to help sales start building the relationships and the reputation that we needed in order to start driving more growth within each of these accounts. I think you touched on a couple of really interesting points there around the, the complexity of deals, but also the complexity of relationships, 10 plus years that, that you have in these accounts. It's very hard to um, have all that context without taking an account-based approach. And, and this idea of kind of tech and business merging, actually the conversation at the, the executive level, the boardroom level shifting is, is, is really interesting. What's shifted? So if you, you, you look at the sort of soft launch, you know, what, what have you stopped doing as a marketing team compared to the North America team that you were leading up IBM or what, what, what's, what's no longer a priority for you guys? So um, we, we stopped doing marketing to fill the funnel, right? Targeting a broad market segment. In the past, we were measured and we had targets as a marketing team to generate MQLs, marketing qualified leads, which is all about volume. So we really shifted, right? It's been, it's been a very interesting shift. For example, when we did events in the past, we wanted to get as, as many people as we could coming to our booth and engaging there. And it was like we, we went back and reported on the thousands that came. But right now, we really are more focused on who from our target accounts is attending the event, who from our target accounts is speaking at the event. How can we help our sale, sellers get to that event and start building relationships or engage with those customers that are there? So it's, it's so much more targeted. It's so much more focused on the accounts. Um, and so we left behind the volume and the MQLs. And the interesting thing is that sales hasn't said all these eight months that we've been uh, running as Kindrel, they haven't come to me asking, Clara, where are my marketing qualified leads? They're very happy with what we're doing. That's a fantastic achievement. And I know many marketing leaders, as they try and make that shift from quantity to quality, um, particularly in a lead-driven business, it's something that it has been a little bit stop and start. You've obviously had a, a clean sheet of paper and, and you've built this from the ground up. What, what would you say you've done differently or are there any pieces of advice that you could give to other marketing leaders looking to pivot from a, an MQL focus to, to more of a an account-centric model? So the first thing that I think is critical is working with sales. 
I know that has been always something a little bit controversial in marketing, right? Sales and marketing working together. Mm-hmm. But I think that for us, this partnership has been critical, right? Um, and we are becoming, my team is becoming part of the account team, right? And they're members of that team. And it's actually really rewarding when the sales leaders start recognizing the value that your team is bringing. So the number one thing would be working with sales. The second thing I think is do your homework, right? Insights are key, learning as much as you can about the industries, listening to clients. I feel that marketing needs to know as much or more about the market and the customers than sales. And if we do that, we're going to be valued partners. Um, And then finally, I think it's about the people, right? I think that for us or for me personally, it's about my team, right? As a leader, um, I'm here to support them, to help them, to enable them, because in the end, they're the ones who are engaging with sales and making things happen. So if they're energized and they feel that their work is making a difference and they have what they need to do that, then, then you're going to be successful. I would love to shift gears and, Clara, talk a little bit about how you've built this team. Because um, I imagine if you've built this team from the, the ground up, realize it was a spin-off and you know, many of the, the team have come across from IBM. You know, what, what sort of impact has this spin-off had on your team culture? What's different? So I would say, of course, we around 70% or 80%, sorry, of the team comes from IBM, right? So I think we brought the, the key values that IBM has, right? Like being technology for a purpose, right? Uh, to do good. Um, all of those positive values, of course, they're part of who we are. But as a new company, we developed a new culture, Right, this and and part of the reason why people came was to build something new and something better for our customers. So let's say it it was it was the, the, the team's desire, right, to build something from the ground up, something that we thought was better. And actually when we came to Kindrel, we did a jam for several days, right? Um and, and we bounced off ideas of how to build our culture, uh, define what we should stand for, how is it that we should work together, what would be important, most important for our customers. And together we built the culture, right, that we call the Kindrel way. And ever since then, since the beginning, we have been spending a lot of time on our culture. For example, at the beginning of the year, right, um, Kindrel brought together all of the executive team in person in New York. And then there was another one that was held in, um, in Spain. And we spent three days together and more than 50% of the content was around culture and working on how is it that we, was gonna, we were going to build this new company. So the culture is at the center of what we are and what we do. And just thinking about, you know, building a team, you mentioned 70% of the people have come over from, from IBM and, you know, we, we've had various sessions on the great resignation and um, we've all seen a big shift in, in marketing talent. How, how have you found building the team, you know, bringing in, 
new talent, um, and ensuring that your existing talent is playing into position. So, um, so this experience of building a new team, and we did it in a very short time frame, right? It was about three months or so. Um, it was it was very hard, but it was very rewarding, right? Uh, to see that many people shared our vision and that they believed in Kindrel. Um, we hired most of the team before the company spun off. So I would say all of them took a leap of faith with us, right? The company didn't even exist, but they were enamored by the idea and the possibilities. So, and as I mentioned before, right, the majority came because they wanted to build something new. Um, they also came because of the people, right? It's like when you're doing this, it's like a snowball effect, right? You attract a great leader, you attract a great person, and then that person shares with their friends and the people they know, and that attracts other great people. So the word started spreading around and people were reaching out to us saying that they wanted to come. I was very lucky, or I don't know, I worked really hard to find some great leaders and together with them, we built the team that we had. Um, and then the other thing is when we were hiring, we were looking for people that were passionate, right? That were extremely resilient and very entrepreneurial. Of course, we wanted the right skills, but more, more important, I would say, was the attitude and that passion. Because in the end, skills you can teach and you can learn, right? But the attitude and the passion, it has to be within you. And I think that that has helped us because these eight months have been very hard work. We have pivoted. We've had to be flexible. And so having that type of passion really helps, right? It helps you get, get through and, and build what we have. Yeah, no, I love that. It's definitely all about mindset. And given that you've transitioned the, 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 some of the team over from IBM, you've brought in a new team, how have you gone about defining your, your vision for, for marketing? So I get the sense that if you've got the same team and big people move to a new organization, it, it could be more of the same. How have you really re-energized and invigorated the new team with, with the spin-off coming together? So it, it, it was more than marketing, it was the whole business, right? When we spun off from IBM, our mission changed, right? When we were part of IBM, we were a captive unit that was designed to provide infrastructure services to support IBM's products. And then when we spun off, we, we gained freedom of action, right? We are now going after a high growth market. We are creating an ecosystem of partners with companies who were IBM competitors, right? Like AWS, Microsoft, and Google. And we're doing all this to better serve our customers. So our culture had to change in order to embrace this new mission. And this was through all the functions in the business, including marketing. So, um, we all came, as I said, right, to build something new and to build something within this new range, wider range that we now have. And so we, we built it and the values that we built and the culture that we built are designed to help us capture that opportunity and help our customers in new ways that we hadn't done before. And given that you, you formed the team and you talked about the strategy and, you know, I love the pivot that you've made from um, not, not going down the MQL route. 
have you been able to implement your strategy faster because this was a newly formed organization and, and a newly formed team? I imagine through your career, you've driven similar changes and transformations um, to talk me through how, how your experience has been this time around. So it does help, right, to have a new team um, because you don't have to take things down or transition, right? Um, <laughs> And as you mentioned, I, I, I did several transformations when an IBM, right? And, and you had to pivot in a year, right? Make change, but continue to deliver results. But I, I think that what makes it easier and faster is that desire that we have to build something new and better. It's also because it's ingrained in our culture, right? In this culture that we, we build together, right? One of the, let's say, if you look at the tenets of our culture, we, we highlight three things about what we call the Kindle way, right? And so the Kindle way of doing things or and engaging with our customers and with each other is we highlight being flat to empower teams that are closer to our customers, being fast to cultivate simplicity everywhere, and being focused to deliver exceptional services. So being flat, fast, and focused is ingrained in our culture. And that, let's say, it's, it's this conviction and belief that I think makes us go faster. And Clara, I'm just thinking, as um, the sales organization formed at the same time as marketing, you, you've already talked about um, you know, one of the key learnings and takeouts has been this idea of sales and marketing you know working in partnership did was that easier do you think here compared to some of your previous roles because you came together at the same time and and you've had that joint focus of building something new I think it did right and also because we designed the marketing team to align to sales and to our business go to market model right um, as I mentioned, right, Kindrel is really very flat, right? We just have a corporate team as an organization. We have a corporate team and then we have leaders, country presidents in the 13 major countries with, of course, the U.S. being the largest one. Um, and then we have a group that we call strategic markets. So it's a very simple organization and marketing aligned to that. So if you look at the United States, for example, in the United States, the business goes to market by industry. And so I designed the marketing team to align to that. And also because it made, let's say, it made a lot of sense from a marketing perspective as well. Um, and I think that, let's say, one of the things that I've enjoyed in, in this, this process, right, is sales is very open to working with marketing. They know they know that as a new company, they need marketing. They need marketing to help um, build the brand, right? They understand that we come from having an iconic brand, IBM. Everybody knows, knew IBM or knows IBM. Kindrel, nobody really knows who Kindrel is or, well, people are learning who Kindrel is. So they need our help there and they need help building relationships in areas of the business where they don't have them. So they have been wonderful to work with and they're very open to work, work with us and co-create with us to achieve our business objectives. It's fantastic. And the point you just touched on there around um, thinking about the brand as a, 
it's a new brand and if you've been selling and marketing as, as IBM versus switching gears to, to, to Kindle, how has that shifted your um, marketing strategy? Has it shifted your marketing strategy? As in, are you investing more in the brand? Are you focusing more in, in other areas that perhaps you wouldn't have prioritized at IBM? So as a new company, building the brand is absolutely essential, right? So we are investing a lot in, in building our brand. But equally, I would say we are investing in doing marketing for our key accounts. Um, as a company, we are all focused on our top accounts. Of course, we want to retain them. Um, as I mentioned before, we've had these very long partnerships with them of 10 years plus but we know that in business things can change right so we're doing everything we can to keep those relationships going and even more to expand those relationships because we understand that our customers have issues right in many other areas where we can really help them um, so so that is basically what we are trying to do and focus on and with your partnerships, the ecosystem that you talked about, you know, having now spun off, you've, you've got new opportunities to engage with organizations like AWS and Microsoft. Has, has that changed your marketing focus as well? Do you have more of an established effort going into to those ecosystem and, and partners? So with, with those partners, what we're trying to do in the end, again, it's all about how do we help our clients. So, for example, specifically with the hyperscalers, our, our, our customers are really looking to modernize their IT. They are looking for ways to become more flexible and to be faster and to tap into all that data that they have and crunch that data faster. So cloud is the answer. Um, and so we, we are working with AWS and uh, Microsoft and Google to help clients modernize. And so... From a marketing perspective, we are building those partnerships into the value proposition that we have for our industries and our accounts um, and, and demonstrating greater value to, to the customer with them. That's really good to hear. I was actually, um, as, as you were talking, I thought of a conversation I was having a few days ago with one of our clients around ecosystem uh, partners and how MDF funding is broken because everyone's focused on the MQL as opposed to to top accounts and you know, try, trying to get this scenario where you know your your partners and your organisation are both focused on the accounts that matter the most. Um, is is that the same? strategy you're driving through with, with these partners? It, it sounds like there is an account focus as, as you're thinking about messaging and go-to-market. Yeah, so we are we are working like on two fronts. Of course, we want to be out there positioning Kindrel as a partner of AWS and Microsoft and, and Google, right, and working with them. We are speaking at events and presenting together the solutions that we bring, right? But at the same time, right, we are we are doing account-based marketing and we are bringing in these partners as appropriate within the accounts, right? And doing things more for the sake of the customer, right? So, so for example, a, a good example is uh, an account that we have where we, the, the customer was not really sure about moving some of their applications to cloud. And together, we determined that the best thing we could do was do a proof of concept. 
And so marketing helped with all that process, right? And, uh, and in fact, we use part of our marketing uh, funds to help with that proof of concept. And so it's more of doing the right thing for the customer together with these um, alliance, with these uh, hyperscalers, rather than just doing marketing for the sake of marketing. It sounds like very much a culture of start with the customer first and um, make, make sure you're adding value to addressing that challenge. Clara, it's been really fascinating to hear um, the journey that you've been on over the last eight months and it sounds like you've achieved a huge amount in terms of building a team, building a brand. Um, reflecting back, what would you have done differently? I would say it's too soon to say, right, something like major that we would have done differently, right? We've been eight months in, and the way we have been building is by testing and learning. And of course, we have been making several adjustments as we go. So small things, right? Like the model, the evolution that we talked about, right? We started first with industry marketing, then we added account-based marketing. Right now, we're working more of a fluid model, uh, combining industry marketing and account-based marketing. So it's like those evolutions and those, the, the fact that we are iterating and improving every time that has enabled us maybe not to make major mistakes uh, or implement things that we then regret. So we have been fixing things along the way and learning along the way. But I don't know, maybe in a year or so, we will look back and say, oh my God, I should have done that, something different. Um, but for now, it's been those quick fixes and quick adjustments that we've made. Yeah, it sounds like the culture is very much about building towards and, and sort of the energy and excitement that comes with that. With, with, with some of the fixes and the kind of course corrections, have they been more around things like marketing tech? Has it been around organization design as in you know, team roles and where you're bringing in headcount? Has, has it been around your kind of broader go-to-market programs? Where, where have those adjustments mostly been seen? So it's been on the alignment of the team, I would say, focus on different areas more or less. It's been on the adoption of account-based marketing, how, how many people we have doing pure account-based marketing or not. And then it's small things, right? Like um, we do event marketing. Events is very, are very important for us because they enable us to be there and have a joint experience with our customers. And we have been learning, right? As we do these, these events, we're learning of events that work better for us, where we can have more opportunities to engage with our customers. So we are now, like, as we head into the next year, we're going to have, let's say, the experience and the learning to be able to select, for example, the ones that work better. Um, so it's these small learnings in in tactics, and it's been yes, the adjustment of the organization, flexing it to better address the opportunities and the needs of our customers. Great, I think that open mindedness and that um, willingness to adapt and change and iterate re really comes through. You, you must be incredibly proud of what you've achieved together with the, the the rest of the team over the last eight months. What what would you say your highlight is? Well, what I'm really proud is of the team I built. I uh, We had to hire and build the team in a very short time frame, as I described before, right? And I feel really proud uh, because they started running, right? It's There was no time 
um, and they've been working really hard. But most importantly, I would say they're passionate, they're driven, they're resilient. And I feel that they're working in Kindrel as if it was their own company, right, in a very entrepreneurial way. And, and, and yes, together we started to score some achievements, right? Uh, most importantly, and I think that the most rewarding part of being in field marketing is that you get to engage your customers and you get to really directly see if what you are presenting, what you're saying um, is, is resonating with them or not. And when we start to see that, you feel uh, very proud. Um, and also, let's say the recognition that we have by sales, they have sent multiple to my different team members sending different notes and, and recognition about how we have become part of their team and how valuable we have been in, in this process of building our new company. I think there is a big part of you know celebrating success and, and also being there from the beginning that gives you you and your team a sense of purpose but you, know, you should be incredibly proud of, of what you've built particularly against the backdrop of you know the, the great resignation and, and some of the attrition rates that we've seen across marketing um look, looking forward clara to the to the next uh 12 months 24 months i, I know things will continue to evolve and, and iterate what what are you um most looking forward to what are your what are your priorities as, as you face forward so for us in general, as a business, we made a commitment to our investors that we would drive profitable revenue growth by 2025. And for that, we need signings to start growing as soon as possible in a sustained way. So I look forward to that, right? To those results coming in, to start seeing the impact of the work that we're doing and showing the world, right, that Kindrel is a viable company. But we're only at the beginning of our journey, right? So time will tell. I think with the, the speed and focus that you've talked about, the, the, the flat, fast focus, um, if, if anyone can, can get there, you, you and the team can. Lara, thanks so much for, for joining us and um, looking forward to connecting again over the coming months. Alicia, thank you for having me. Great to have you with us. Thanks, Clara. This podcast is brought to you by Momentum, the B2B growth consultancy and pioneers of account-based marketing. You can learn more at wearemomentum.com.